All righty. If you love Jesus, say amen. 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 I'm excited to be here. It's such an honor. I've had a great time. And uh, I don't know about you, but I've been blessed. I have been blessed. And uh, what a thrill it's been for me to be here. It's so good to be back here with you. And it's great to see what God is doing in this church, what he continues to do. And uh, I go back to Puerto Rico uh, stirred and refreshed and blessed. And uh, thank you for being so good to me. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I, I was telling your pastor that um, I always try to be a blessing to, to the church I go, or to the churches I go, and I try to be a blessing to the pastor. But from day one, y'all just turned everything around. And it's like y'all decided we're going to be a blessing to you, and you have. Thank you so much. And I mean that. I have been blessed. And, and uh, I just I don't want to leave tomorrow. I feel that way. I don't want to leave. And with all the Dunkin' Donut coffee, I just want to stay. Amen. <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for being a blessing. Your pastor has been a blessing to me. Thank you for sharing your pastor with me. Um, and I appreciate pastor taking. Thank you for taking time for me. Uh, I know you're so busy and such a such a huge and big church. And and I know your plate's full, but you took time for me, and that means a lot. And uh, I just want you to know that that the Lord ministered to my heart this week. I've learned so much. And uh, your pastor has been very gracious and helpful. And so has this church. Thank you so much. It means a lot to me. Thank you for being faithful. Uh, how many of you, you've been to every single uh, day of the missions conference? You've been all day? Can I see your hand? Thank you so much. I know some of you, you were not able to come every day. And, uh, but thank you so much for being here tonight. And uh, thank you so much. It means, means the world to, to us. Pray for us. We're going back to uh, Puerto Rico tomorrow, so please keep us in your prayers. Um, uh, coming here, it was, it was such a blessing, but we got here, it was like 40 degrees. Then the next day, we're down to 20. And then uh, <laughs> I said, Pastor Lejeune, I'm, I'm going back to Puerto Rico right away. Uh, but uh, uh, go back to Puerto Rico, it's like in the 90s, Amen. So, uh, uh, the Lord is good. I'm, I'm so thankful that I get to serve the Lord there in Puerto Rico, and the Lord has been good. Thank you, uh, Brother Mason, for answering the call of God. That was a beautiful presentation. Thank you for that. Thank you for being faithful there in the Philippines. You're doing a tremendous job. Keep it up. Keep it up. Thank you so much. And uh, my wife said hello. Uh, she wanted me to tell you she loves you, and uh, she wanted to come. She really did. We had plane tickets for her. To, she was going to come with us, but last minute she got um. She got some terrible pains, and uh, the doctor put her on antibiotics for 10 days. And I'm talking about two very strong ones every single day. She's still running a fever. She's still not doing well. So if y'all can pray for our, my sweetheart, Carolina, and I'll be back home tomorrow. Take care, take care of her. Amen? I got to sweep and mop and uh, do dishes. And uh, what else do I have to do? All that Cook, you know. By the way, I'm a good cook. I make some good hot dogs. Uh, amen? <laughs> Uh, I remember the last time my wife said, honey, could you cook this week? Can you cook for us? I said, sure, we'll cook. I'll cook for you. Guess what we had? We had cereal. Amen? Amen. Lord is good. Lord is good. If you have your Bibles, turn to Luke chapter uh, 17. Luke chapter 17 in your Bibles. And um, thank you so much for being faithful. You've been so kind to us. And uh, once again, I really appreciate your faithfulness. Thank you. Thank you for supporting us throughout these years. You've been so good to us. You've been very, very generous to us. And um, I am so thankful for uh, just all that you do for us. Uh, we have prayer cards in the back there. 
if, you, if you've not taken one, please take one uh, with you. And please put it in a place where you pray. And that's, uh, you're already supporting us. But uh, I, I say this, I mean this when I say it. We need, I need prayers more than we need uh, money. Now, it doesn't mean we don't need money. We need money, amen? But uh, we, we, we do need your prayers. So please, please, please pray for us. And that we feel your prayers, all right? Puerto Rico is a very... Um, is, a, is, a, is, a, is an island, but there's a lot of witchcraft. Uh, there's a lot of oppression. And, uh, and you know, we, we, we have the word of God and we have God on our side, but yet you feel the, the oppression and you feel all... You, you, preachers, you know what I'm talking about, right? You feel it when you're there. And uh, we just constantly are being hit, attacked by all different angles. Uh, the devil doesn't leave us alone. Just like if you're serving the Lord, he's not going to leave you alone. All right? So if y'all can pray for us, we'd appreciate it very much. And uh, we're just excited to see what the Lord is doing. We've had uh, this month is missions month month for us in Puerto Rico. Even though we, we get support, I teach our people, we've got to support missionaries also. We have to give. And, and through it all, God's been good to us. Uh, the Lord has been good. Uh, Luke chapter 17 in your Bibles. And we'll read two verses, verses 5 and 6. We'll pray and we'll get into the message. Luke chapter 17, verses 5 and and six, and I'll use verse number five for the message. And the apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. And the Lord said, If ye had faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye might say unto this uh, sycamine tree, Be thou plucked up by the root, and be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Uh, I want to speak to you on that little line, verse number 5. Increase our faith. Increase our faith. Let's pray. Father, we love you. And Lord, I need you. And Lord, you know my heart. Uh, I would love to be a blessing to this church. And I thank you, Lord, because they've been a blessing to this, uh, this preacher. And Lord, thank you for Pastor Lejeune and his family. Thank you for every family here tonight. Please speak to us, Lord. We need to hear from you. Lord, and I pray that you be with my mind, my heart, my thoughts. And Lord, uh, speak through thy servant. I thank you so much for the Mason family, Lord. Thank you for what they're doing there in the Philippines. Please use them and, uh, and just bless their ministry. And thank you for their faithfulness there for many, many years, Lord. Please continue using them. And Lord, meet with us tonight, please. We'll give you the praise, the honor, the glory for what you do. And I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Notice how it says, uh, the first word says increase. You know, we all like to see increase. It's normal in us. You know, when we go to work, you would like to see a pay raise. Amen? You want to see an increase in, uh, in income. But that is not what the disciples asked for. You know, sometimes we want to see our goods increase. In Job chapter 1, verse 10, you don't have to turn there, but it talks about that. And uh, we would like to see all of our goods just increase. Sometimes we would like to see our strength increase. Sometimes we, you know, we need more strength, we're weak. And uh, Job chapter 17, verse 9, Psalm 92, verse 10, you know, it talks about how you know, our strength can increase. Sometimes we would like blessings to increase. You know, we, when we talk about blessings, we all want to be blessed, amen? And uh, we would all, all like for our blessings to increase, Psalm 115 and verse number 14. Sometimes we would like for peace to increase. You know, we, uh, America spends a lot of money uh, just so that we can have peace. But uh, you can spend all the money in the world. It's not going to bring you peace unless we have the peace of God. Amen? 
And uh, but that's in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 2. We all want our peace to increase. Sometimes we would like our days to increase. We would love for the Lord to just give us some more days of, you know, of, of life. Uh, Proverbs 9, verse 11. Proverbs 10, verse 27. Now, none of us like it when, you know, uh, the light bill increases. We don't like that. Uh, we don't like it when gasoline increases. We don't like it when our food bill increases. Or our water bill increases. We don't like those increases. We don't like it when our enemies increase. Psalm 38, verse 19. We do not like that. Uh, we don't like it when those that hate us increase. Psalm 69, verse 4. We don't like it when pain and suffering increases. Job 9, verse 17. Difficult times increase. We don't like that. Psalm 25, verse 17. We don't like that. But the disciples, when they were with Jesus... They asked them to increase something. You know, I, I think of Solomon in the Bible where God gave him a blank check. I don't know if you ever um, uh, read that story, but God gave Solomon a blank check. He could have pretty much asked for anything. And you all know what he asked for, right? He prayed that God would give him wisdom, right? And with that wisdom came everything else. Came blessings, came riches, came gold, came you know money, you name it. It all came uh, in abundance. But... But uh, here, uh, the disciples were, were able to ask God to increase something. And look at what they asked. Look at it again, verse number 5. They, he said, they said, Lord, Lord, increase our faith. I want, I want to speak to you about that tonight. Increase our faith. Now, first of all, what is faith? Turn to Hebrews chapter 11. When you get a chance, read the entire chapter. The whole chapter, you find what we would call the Hall of Fame of the great men and women of faith. Uh, there is, Psalm 11, it's the, we call it the Hall of Fame. Great, great chapter. The entire chapter talks about faith. But in verse 1, the Bible gives us the definition of faith. Verse number 1, what is faith? Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. It says, it is the evidence of things not seen. And then if you go down to verse 6, We'll read that one again later, but in verse 6, it says, the Bible says, But without faith, notice, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You know, notice how the disciples said, Lord, increase our faith. They didn't say, Lord, we want more money. No, they said, increase our faith. They didn't say, we want more riches. No, they said, increase our faith. Faith. Throughout the Bible, the Bible talks a lot about faith, and we're not going to go into all the verses about that. But if you have a chance, let's go to uh, James chapter 1. After the book of Hebrews, we have the book of James, James chapter 1. And look at verse number 6. James 1 and verse number 6. You know, when we ask, when we pray, look at verse 6, it says, But let him ask in faith, not wavering, for he that wavereth, wa wavereth, uh, is like a wave of the sea driven uh, with the wind and tossed. You know, when we pray, when we ask, we need to ask in faith. And throughout the Bible, we have many, many stories about faith. Ask yourself this question. What is the size of your faith? Think about that. You know, in my office, I have a, a little jar. And I, and I have little, you know, little seeds of faith. They're very small. And uh, many times people come to our my office, they, they, they look for help, and I just give them one. Hey, this is a little, 
uh, a seed of faith, uh, a, a mustard seed. I'm sorry, a seed of faith, mustard seed. I said, here, I want you to have one. They're very small, very tiny, but I want them to have them. And I want, them, I want to remind them, hey, hey, we need to pray that God will increase our faith. Pray that God will increase our faith. Hey, you know, uh, faith can move mountains. Are we listening? Faith can move mountains. You know, God is not a respecter of persons. If God uh, did great things with these men and women of faith, hey, God can do great things with you. You know, but our faith needs to increase. There are people, they believe in God. They trust God. They know what God can do. And they practice that and they live by faith. And they step out on faith. You know, many times it's hard to take those steps of faith. It's difficult. I never forget when I was in Chicago and God called us to Puerto Rico. You know, it was hard to leave the job that we had to just go to Puerto Rico and uh, start all over again. It was hard. Believe me, it was hard. I never forget when we took over the church. Uh, I inherited a church, and you heard what happened week nine, week two. You heard that, right? But uh, when we t- I, didn't, I didn't mention this, but when we took the church, the church at that time had about $70,000 in debt. And so we came in, I'm the new pastor, and I inherited $70,000 in debt for the church. My first phone call, preacher, this is a true story, I have my Bible right here. My first phone call was the bank manager. And he called me, he said, hey, are you the new pastor? I said, yes, sure, that's me, and my name is Luis Martinez, what can I do for you? He said, welcome to the, to the new pastor, I'm so glad you're here, but I just want you to know that uh, your church has a debt of $70,000, and you are behind two months. And, and, and I said, well, thank you for letting me know. I just came in, and I said, uh, just give me a few days, and I will try to get that as up-to-date as quickly as possible. But uh, I just introduced myself. We spoke for a while. I apologized for what was going on. But we inherited that debt. And uh, at that time, we had three deacons. I called the deacons meeting. I said, what happened? What happened with this, de- this debt? Well, how come we haven't paid the bill? And they said, sorry, pastor, we, you know, offerings are down. And, you know, uh, when we took the church, we had 70000 in debt, and we had 10 people in the church. It was, a, it was just, you know, the church had just gone through a split. And, uh, and so now you know what I inherited. But uh, I, I told the kids, well, let's pray. Let's pray that God will help us pay this debt. Let's just pray. You know, let's pray. And so we prayed, and um, you know what happened after we prayed? Uh, that was week number uh, four, Hurricane George's. So after we prayed for God to help us pay the debt, Hurricane George's hit the island. And um, so on top of the uh, $70,000 debt, we had $150,000 in damage to the property. We had no roof, no windows, no doors. The hurricane, it was only Category 3, by the way, but even a Category 3 does a lot of damage. And we had a river next door. The river came into the church, left us with three uh, feet of mud. Couldn't make a phone call. Uh, problems after problems after problems. But I never forget, we just kept trusting in the Lord. We live by faith. Amen? Are you with me? So um, as the weeks went by, I, um, I was able to contact a group of missionaries from uh, BIMI Claims. And uh, they, uh, they, they, they were able to get a group together. And they sent a team of workers and they came and they helped us uh, rebuild the church. Uh, several churches found out about us. They sent us some offerings. And so and we had a small, we had some insurance. 
But next thing you know, we put the windows up, we put the roof back up, we patched up everything, we put the doors, we fixed the, the entire uh, uh, the property, and we just made it look better. And uh, after it was all fixed and repaired, it took us about several weeks to get it all, you know, fixed again. But after it was all repaired, for God's glory, we had left over in the bank $70,000. I never forget, I called the bank manager. I said, I need to see you. I need to speak with you. And I went to his office and said, how much do we owe you again? And he said, you owe us, uh, he did the numbers, it was 69 something. I said, well, here you go, sir, I want to pay it off. He said, no, 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 you don't have to pay it off. You, want, you know why, right? Out of, the, out of the payment, you know, 95% of it was interest. Are you with me? So he said, no, no, you don't have to pay it off. I said, sir, we're going to pay it off. And so for, God, by, for, for God's glory, by God's grace, we were just debt free. Debt free. And, and, and we give the glory and the honor to God. But listen, God knows what he's doing, but we've got to step out on faith. See, our biggest problem is we're afraid to step out on faith. See, we have all this fear inside of us, but God has not given us a spirit of fear. God has given us a power of love, a power of, uh, a, a, a spirit of love, a spirit of power, a, a, a spirit of a sound mind. Hey, we can live by faith. We can trust God. God can still do a work here in America. God can still do a work in Puerto Rico. God can still do a work in Mexico. God can still do a work in the Philippines. God can still do a work, but God is looking at our faith. And we must pray, oh God, increase our faith. Lord, increase my faith. Lord, that I may trust in you. Increase my faith. May the Lord increase our faith. May the Lord increase our faith. Hey, Christians, we walk by faith. We live by faith. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but we know who holds tomorrow. Are you listening? You know, we believe in... Hey, we don't have to see to believe. We believe by faith. Remember the story of Thomas? You know, when Jesus rose from the dead, Thomas, uh, he presented himself to the disciples, but Thomas was not there. The first time he... He showed himself to them. Thomas wasn't around. And you know, that should teach us you should always be where you're supposed to be. Are you listening? Thomas was not around. And so uh, then the disciple, the, the other disciple, they, they told Thomas, Thomas, hey, uh, Jesus rose from the grave. He was with them. We just saw him. Thomas said, no, until I see the, the, the marks in his hands, I'm not going to believe. Until I see the, the, the mark here on his side, I'm not going to believe. And then, several days later, Jesus came to where they were. And he went straight up to Thomas. Thomas, get over here. That's, in, that's all in the Greek, okay? Thomas, come here right now. Here are my hands. Put your fingers. Here's my side. Put your hand. And don't be a doubter. Be a believer. You know, God can do so many works, but you know why he doesn't do the works he wants to do? Because of our unbelief. Are we listening? Because of our unbelief. You know, you know, God can still do great things, but we just don't believe he can do them. You know, we, we, we doubt. We doubt. Now, let's, let's all pray. Let's pray God increase our faith. You know, uh, sometimes we talk about sin a lot, you know, and we do what preachers, we preach about sin a lot. You know, but let me, let me show you a horrible sin. Please, take your Bibles to Romans chapter 14. Okay? Fasten your seatbelt. This is a, you know, it's going to get very quiet pretty soon. Look at a Romans chapter 14 in your Bibles. 
If you love Jesus, say amen. amen. Romans chapter 14. Look at the very last verse. I believe it's verse number 23. You know, when we talk about sin, oh, well, I don't smoke, I don't drink, I'm not in adultery, I don't do, you know, oh, terrible sins, yes. But look at, look at another sin in the Bible. Look at chapter 14. And look at the very last verse. Are you there? And he that doubteth is damned if he eat, it says, because he eateth not of faith. Look, look what it says. For whatsoever is not of faith is what? Sin. Are you listening? It's not talking about adultery there. It says, everything whatsoever is not of faith is sin. See? You know, God expects us to live by faith. Are you listening? God expects us to trust in Him. The Bible says, trust in the Lord with what? With all thine heart. And lean not unto thine own understanding. Then it says, in all thy ways, what? Acknowledge Him. And He shall, what? Direct thy paths. The Christian life is a life of faith. We live by faith. We walk by faith. You know, man shall not live by bread alone, but by what? Every word. We live by faith. And by the way, you have faith. You know, when you walked into church today, not one of us, not one of you, you you were looking at the chair. I wonder if this chair is going to hold me. You didn't do that. Nobody did. You came straight to church. You walked in. You found yourself a nice, comfortable chair. Amen? And you just sat down. Why? You believe, you trusted that that chair is going to hold you. Amen? Well, we must also believe and trust, hey, God is going to hold us. God's going to care for us. God's going to watch over us. Let's live by faith. Hey, the faith is fruit of the Holy Spirit. How many of you like burritos here? Anybody like burritos? I love burritos. How many of you like lasagna? Oh, amen. If it's food, I like it. Amen? God is good. But a burrito, a burrito, uh, it, it has meat. Or chicken or steak, whatever you like. It has a big uh, tortilla, right? Sometimes you put guacamole. Anybody like guacamole here? Man, it's all good, amen? Sometimes you put onions, you put tomato, you put, uh, sometimes you put cheese, sometimes you put tomato, lettuce, all the good stuff. You put some uh, hot sauce. You like hot sauce? You know? Sometimes you put like the uh, cheese, melted cheese up top, you know? All that, all that, those are ingredients. Are you listening? They're ingredients. But it's just one burrito. Amen? Are you listening? Same thing with the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You know, you have love, you have joy, you have peace, long suffering, you have, you have them all. Amen? There's nine of them. You know, they're all ingredients. But they're known as what? The fruit of the Holy Spirit. See? You know, you can't leave any of them out. You, can't, you cannot say, well, I want, you know, Lord, I want the fruit of the Spirit in my life, but I don't want, ha- I don't want to have long suffering. No. You know, sometimes I go get a Whopper. It's just a Whopper. But sometimes we'll say, no pickle, no onion. You know? Can you imagine saying to the Lord, Lord, I want the Holy Spirit, but just let's leave faith out. You can't do that. Lord, I want the fruit of the Spirit, but not love. Let's leave that one out. No, they're all included. Are you listening? They're all included. Just like the lasagna, everything's included. Just like the burrito, it's all in there. Amen? You know, this is, the fruit of the Spirit is not Burger King, have it your way. Are we okay? We need everything. And, and part of the fruit of the Spirit, and a very important ingredient as far as the fruit of the Holy Ghost, you know what? It's faith. Faith. And we live by faith. 
We walk by faith. It is fruit of the Holy Spirit. We don't have time to go all these verses, but we're in Romans. Why don't we go to Romans chapter 1, please, quickly. Romans chapter 1 in your Bibles. And look at verse number 17, if you would. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. I love Jesus. I love the Bible. I love missions. Look at verse number 17. Are we there? For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. Notice this. Are are we there? Are you with me? As it is written, the just shall live by what? Say it again. The just shall live by faith. By faith. Now, we don't have time to go there, but many times in the Bible we have that phrase. We find it in Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4. We find it in Galatians chapter 3 verse 11. We find it in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 38. Uh, we find it in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7. Uh, we find it all through the Bible. The just shall live by faith. Hey, God expects us to live by faith. And the apostles, what did they pray? They say, Lord, increase our faith. Lord, we need more faith. If we're going to reach the world, we need more faith. There's over 1.4 billion people in China. 1.38 people in India. There's over 330 million people just here in America. Number three, world population, America. You know, Puerto Rico's a mission, uh, Puerto Rico's a mission field. Do you know America's also a mission field? You have all nationalities here. I mean, they're here from everywhere. You know, yes, hey, let's reach our Jerusalem. Amen. Let's reach our Judea. Let's reach our Samaria. Hey, hey, uh, America is a mission field, but we must live by faith. Live by faith. Let's live by faith. The reason we're not living by faith, listen carefully, I'll, I'll be, we'll, just give me a few more minutes. The reason we're not living by faith, listen carefully. And by the way, if you forget the whole message, please remember this right here. The reason we're not living by faith is because we're not willing to go outside of our comfort zone. We're not willing. We don't want to be stretched. We, we, everyone here, we know what a rubber band is, right? If I had a rubber band, which I don't, if I had a rubber band right here, right now, if you just let it go, it's not going to go anywhere. It just falls right down, right? But if you stretch that rubber band, are you with me? And you let it go, that rubber band band is going to go very far. And many Christians, we just don't want to be stretched. We just want to be in our comfort zone. And listen, hey, God has blessed you with much. Can we agree on that? How many of you can say it again? God's been good to me. Could I see your hand? How many of you can be honest and sincere and say, God has blessed me with more than what I deserve? Amen. God has blessed us with more. The Bible teaches to whom much is given. Are you listening? To whom much is given. To whom much is given. Of him much shall be required. God expects a lot from you. When we get to heaven, hey, God expects a lot from us. Just like that man in the Bible, God gave him five talents. God expected a lot from him. Are you listening? The other one, he gave him two talents. Did the Lord expect a lot? Yes, he did, right? Even the one that only had one talent, the Lord expected from him. Even though he buried it, he hid it, but yet the Lord did expect from him. Are we, are we okay? You see? And listen carefully. Hey, we must live by faith. Always when you pray, Lord, increase my faith. Lord, I want my faith to grow. Now quickly, let me give you quickly just a few thoughts on how we can get our faith to grow. Quickly. 
We'll be done quickly. But look at Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10 in your Bibles. We're almost there. Romans chapter 10. How can we increase our faith? How can our faith grow? Romans chapter 10 in your Bibles. Look at verse number 17. Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. Are we there? So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. If we want our faith to grow, to increase, if we want to have more faith, the Bible says faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. We must constantly keep hearing the Word of God. Let's hear preaching. Amen? Good preaching. Sound doctrine preaching. Amen? But while we're at home, we must also read the Bible. Hey, listen, I want to encourage you. Never leave your home in the morning without reading your Bible. Please don't do that. Never leave your home without praying. If you, if you have a habit of leaving your home without reading your Bible and praying, what you're saying to God is, God, hey, I can handle things without you. No, no, don't, don't live that way. We need God. We need God. We need God to increase our faith. We need the Word of God. This book right here is the power of God. It is quick and it's powerful. We need God's help. We need God to increase our faith. That's why you should never miss a church service. Why? Because every time you come to church, you hear the Word of God. And by the way, let me say this. God has something for you in every service. Every message, God has something for you. God's going to speak to you, but you have to come. Can you imagine if my wife prepared a meal for me? Can you imagine if my wife prepared a meal for me and she made me my favorite breakfast? My favorite breakfast is huevos rancheros. Anybody ever try those? Anybody? Heavenly food, amen? Are you with me? You woke up? Amen. Good. Uh, uh, can you imagine if my wife said, I'm going to make my honey taste some huevos rancheros for breakfast? Can you imagine if she did that and then I didn't show up? How would she feel? You know, every single week, God puts the message in the heart of the man of God. And can you imagine how, not only the man of God, but can you imagine how God feels when we don't show up? It's getting quiet in here. It's going to get quieter, quieter a little bit later. Are you okay, preacher? Are you listening? God has something for you every week. And that's how your faith is going to increase. And thank you for being faithful. I know I'm preaching to the choir. But I just want to remind you. We want God to increase our faith. So we must continue hearing the word of God. Hear preaching. Hear the word of God every single week. How does our faith increase? Look at Hebrews chapter 12 quickly. Hebrews chapter 12. Are we okay? You love Jesus? Hebrews chapter number 12. Hebrews chapter 12. Look at verse number uh, 2. The Bible says in verse 2, looking unto who? Jesus. Looking unto Jesus. He is the author and finisher of our what? Faith. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Hey, listen, you want your faith to grow? Number one, hear the word of God. Number two, keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Hey, listen, listen. Many, many Christians commit the big mistake of putting their eyes on man. Hey, may I remind you, man fails. Man can fail you. Even preachers can fail you. Hey, I, can fa- I hope I never do. But even I can fail you. But I tell people, hey, if I ever fail you, keep going. You keep following Jesus. You're not following man. You, we're following Jesus. You know, several years ago, somebody, um, you know, I won't go into details, but several years ago, I, something happened to me personally in the ministry, and I almost gave up. I almost gave up. I almost threw the towel. I almost quit. But uh, I'll never forget, 
my, my sweetheart, my wife, she, she, she came up to me and she said this. She said, if your eyes are on men, then just go ahead and quit. That's what she said. It was a hard saying. It was hard for me to swallow. But she was right. She said, if your eyes are on men, then just go ahead and quit. But if your eyes are on the Lord, if you're looking unto Jesus, she said, then you need to keep going. And uh, right there I had to decide, where am I? What am I looking at? Are my eyes on a man? Or are my eyes on the Lord? And the Bible says, looking unto Jesus. Remember the story of Peter? And I'll, I'll talk more about that later. Remember? He was walking on the water, amen? And then what happened? When he was looking at Jesus, he was doing well. You know, when he had his eyes on the Lord, yeah, he was doing great. He was walking on the water. Amen? But what happened? Then he started looking at the wind. Oh, man, this is oh, scary here. And the wind started to blow and, and, and the rain and, 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 and he was afraid. And he took his eyes off the Lord. And what happened? He began to sink. And many Christians, they take their eyes off the Lord and they begin to sink. You see? You want your faith to grow? Keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Amen. Keep your eyes on the Lord. Next, how, how, how do we get our, our faith to grow? By the Word of God. By putting your eyes on the Lord. Number three, look at Hebrews chapter 6. I'm sorry, chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. And look at verse number 6. I'm already there. I have my Bible marked. I'm just letting you know I'm already there. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Verse 6. We read it later on, just read it again. Hebrews 11, verse 6. Are you there? Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Let's, let's keep reading. For he that cometh to God, notice this, must believe. He that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Number three, you want your faith to grow? Believe. Believe in him. Trust in him. Keep your faith in the Lord. Believe in, 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 in the Lord. You know, you know, God can do great things, but the biggest problem is we just don't believe He can. God can still, still heal uh, the sick, can He? You know, God can still do miracles. God can still do great works. Hey, the, the, the hand of the Lord is not waxed short. There is nothing impossible for God. You know, the problem has never been God. He's never the problem. Would you like to know who the problem is? I'm the problem. We're the problem. We just don't believe. We don't believe. We doubt. We doubt too easily. We don't believe that God can do great things. Hey, we must go to God and pray. Say, Lord, increase my faith. Lord, I believe. If only you believe that God can do great things. If only you believe that, hey, what I give to the Lord, God can bless it and multiply it and many can be reached. If only we believe that God can do something in Puerto Rico and if He can do it in Mexico and He can do it here in Connecticut and He can do it in America and He can do it in the Philippines and He can do it all over the world. If only we believe. If only we believe. If only we believe. Let's, let's, let's quit doubting. Let's quit doubting God. God is still almighty. He is still on his throne. You know, right now we're living here, we're worried. You know, we're, uh, here we are, we're, uh, you know, I wonder what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, because I know he holds the future. Amen. You know, everything is under control. The Lord knows what's going to happen. Just trust him. 
Amen? Believe in the Lord. Believe in the Lord. Believe that He can. Believe that He can. Hey, I believe uh, that God can still do great things. I, I, I read stories in the Bible, the three Hebrew children, how, how, how God blessed and protected them. Why? They believed. I, I, I think of Daniel, how God protected him you know, from the lions and why? He believed. I think of David. He went uh, in front of that giant, and, and the giant was a lot taller, a lot stronger, was a mighty warrior, uh, a, a man of valor. But yet David had God on his side, and David believed that God can do something. If only you and I believe. If only we believe. You know, God could do many great things, but he doesn't. Why? Because of our unbelief. Let's believe in the Lord. Let's trust him. How else can we... Uh, can our faith grow by hearing the word of God, by putting our eyes on Jesus, by believing in, in the Lord? Next, number four, look at Second First Corinthians chapter two quickly. Just two more, and we'll done. We're done. Look at First Corinthians chapter two in your Bibles. Are you with me? Oh Lord, increase our faith. Oh Lord, increase our faith. Look at First Corinthians chapter number two, please, and look at verse number five. You love Jesus, amen? amen? That your faith, are you there? Are we okay? That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. I don't know if you ever heard of the Sears Tower in Chicago. For many years, Chicago, uh, the Sears Tower was the tallest building in all the world. Remember that? For many years. I think now it's like number seven, number nine. It's lost uh, that first place already. But for many years, it was the tallest building in the world. And uh, when they built the Sears Tower, since it was going to be the tallest building, they, uh, they, what they did was they built a strong foundation. Are you listening? The foundation of the Sears Tower, it's pretty much double going underground than it is going up. That's how strong of a foundation the Sears Tower has. Listen carefully. Our foundation, you know what we stand on? We stand on the power of God. Our faith needs to be founded. We need to be standing on the power of God, believing in what God can do. Are you with me? Are you with me? God is still all-powerful. He's still almighty. There's nothing that God cannot do. You know, God can do great things. God can heal the sick. God can lift up the fallen. God can still change lives. God can still save sinners. Amen? God can still rescue the perishing. Hey, God can still do great things, but we must be founded, well-grounded in the power of God. May our, may our faith be grounded. May we stand on the power of God. And by the way, God's power is still available. God's powerful, power is still available. The problem is we, don't, we limit God. And I'm talking about myself. We limit God. We limit Him. And last, look at, um, in your Bibles, last, look at 2 Timothy chapter 2. I'm sorry, chapter 4. Oh Lord, increase our faith. How does our faith increase? Last. Look at 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse number 7. Are you there? 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7. Many people use this verse, uh, and they, when, when they're about to retire or when they're about to go to heaven, they'll use this verse. Beautiful verse. This is a pastoral epistle. Uh, the great apostle Paul, he wrote this to a young preacher, Timothy. 
And look what he said there towards the end of his life. He said in verse number 7, he said, I have fought a good fight. And by the way, we're in, we're in a battle. Are you listening? We're in a battle. We must continue fighting that good fight. Then he said, I have finished my course. Hey, let's finish. Finish strong. Don't give up. Don't throw the towel. Don't retreat. Don't surrender. Keep going. Keep going. You know, we're in this together. Amen? We're in this together. You know, the Lord's coming soon. Do we believe that? We believe that. Hey, I believe everything right now is lining up for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's coming soon. Amen? But then it said, look what it says there towards the end. He said, I have kept the faith. I have kept the faith. I have not wavered from the faith. I have kept the faith. Last, number five, just keep the faith. Keep the faith. Faith does not operate in the kingdom of possibility, of impossibility. There's no glory for God. There's no glory for God in that which is humanly possible. Faith begins where the power of man ends. We must trust in the Lord. Believe that God can us keep the faith. In this matter of giving to missions, listen carefully, I'm done. In this matter of giving to missions, let me encourage you, start somewhere. Start somewhere. Start somewhere. Maybe, maybe, maybe you've never given to missions. Well, let me encourage you, just start somewhere. It's between you and Can we agree that giving to missions is between you and God? Can we agree on that? Are we okay? Yes? Yes? How many of you can agree with me on that? It's between you and the Lord. Amen? But I want to encourage you, start somewhere. Start somewhere. Just start somewhere. Maybe a dollar. Maybe two dollars. Maybe, maybe five. Just start somewhere. Start somewhere. Start somewhere giving to missions. You know, and see what God can do. And then as the, maybe next year, you'll have another conference. And by the way, follow your preacher's lead. Whatever you, however the pastor leads you, follow his lead. Please. All right? Please. But start somewhere. I want to encourage you to do that. Start somewhere. Maybe, maybe I don't know, just an idea. Maybe you can start, say, God, maybe I can give 1% of my income. I don't know. I'm just saying start somewhere. Start somewhere. Have a, have a launching pad. And listen, I promise you, you will see God's blessing on your life. And by the way, if, I'm not going to get up here and say, if you give God $2, he's going to give you 20 back. No, I'm not going to say, you know, God blesses in so many ways. So many ways. It's not always, he's not always going to give you money back. Okay? I see my children and I see God's blessing. Amen? I, I, I see the church that I pastor, that God has allowed me to pastor. I see God's blessing. I see my wife and I see God's blessing. My dad is with me. I see God's blessing. God bless you in so many ways. You know, please, please don't leave here saying that Pastor Martinez said, if I give $10 of missions, God's going to give me 500 back every month. No, I didn't say that. Okay? I didn't say that. Because some preachers do say those things, but I'm not saying that. But I am saying that God, God, God is a rewarder. I am saying that. Are we okay? But start somewhere. Please, start somewhere. Those of you that have already been giving to missions, let me encourage you. Just ask God, Lord, increase my faith. Like we just heard tonight. Lord, increase my faith. Increase my faith. And maybe, you know, some of you, you're blessed. Some of you to give a little more, it's not going to bother you. It's not going to affect you because you're blessed. Now, some of you, you might have to do like that rubber band. Are we okay? Some of you might have to do like that rubber band. You have to stretch a little. But if you stretch, when, 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 that, when the Lord lets go, that which you give is going to go very far. It's going to go very far. 
But please, start somewhere. Start somewhere. I'm almost done. Last year, last year, not this year, 2021, I had the blessing of meeting with, with I, I met three multimillionaires. And it was in three different occasions. And every time I, I meet people, I always pick their brains. You like to, anybody like to do that? Just me? Okay. Whenever I meet somebody, I like picking their brains. Uh, one of those multimillionaires said to me, Pastor Martinez, do me a favor. I said this, do me a favor. I said, sure. He said, do me a favor. He said, I want you to never, never, never worry about money. He said, if you ever need anything, just let me know. I told that multimillionaire, I'm so sorry, I can't do that for you. I said, it's, I said it nicely, but I said, that's not my cup of tea. I told him, if I ever need anything, I will tell God about it. I said, if I ever need anything, I will tell God about it. But I said, but you do me a favor. He said, okay. If God ever speaks to your heart about giving something to the work in Puerto Rico, I want you to please do it. Okay? Amen? And that's what I told him. And he said, okay. But I will never, I said, I will never ask you for it. If I need something, I will never ask you for it. But I will ask the Lord for it. Okay? And so, but, but all three of them, as I pick their brains, I always, ask, I always ask them this question. I say, um, could you teach me about giving? I, asked, I told these multimillionaires, could you teach me about giving? Because they, they're all multimillionaires, but they're also big givers. Amen? Because you can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. Are you with me? And, and I always ask these multimillionaires, can you teach me about giving? I said, what is it that produces in you, I say, the faith to give? Let me tell you why. Because, you know, if we have a couple of dollars, we'll give that. But I say, you know, writing a check for several thousand dollars, you've got to have a lot of faith to do that. Are, are you with me? Are, are we okay? And these multimillionaires, I said, I said, what is it that puts in you the faith to do that? You know, here they, they write checks, thousands of dollars, and to them it's just normal because they're blessed with a lot, but they also have the faith to give that. Are you listening? Look in your Bibles. Look at, uh, uh, you know, I just want to show you something from the Bible. First uh, Timothy chapter 6, quickly. You know, sometimes people say, well, having money is a sin. The Bible does not say that. The Bible, you, know, if, you know, some of you, if the Lord's giving you money, God's been good to you. And there are some people that ha- they have that talent. They know how to make money. Are we okay? Am I okay to talk about money? We okay? You know, some people have that talent. Some people, some people, they, you know, they don't have to go looking for money. Money comes looking for them. <laughs> Amen? You know it's true. You know it's true. Some people, they just, they have like, they have like crazy glue and money, money just sticks to them, you know. <laughs> but some people are blessed like that. And the Lord trusts them with a lot. Are we Okay? Some people are like that. Let me show you what the Bible says quickly and just give you a quick lesson here. Look at 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 10. Are we there? The Bible does not say that money is the root of all evil. Okay? If somebody told you that, they, they, they misquoted the Bible. The Bible does say that the love of money is the root of all evil. Are we okay? It doesn't say that money is the root of all evil. It doesn't say that money is evil. You know, everything in life, you can use it for good. You, can, you see this right here, it's a cell phone, right? I can use this cell phone for good, and I can use it for bad, right? It's like a hammer. I can grab a hammer, I can build a house, amen? But I can grab a hammer also, hit somebody in the head and kill them, see? The problem is not the hammer. It's how I use the hammer, right? 
The problem is not the phone. It's how I use the phone, right? Same thing with money. Money is not the problem. Problem is how I use the money. Are we okay? And the Bible does not say that money is bad. It doesn't say money is evil. It does say that the love of money is the root of all evil. You know, many young people today, they'll say, Pastor Martinez, what's wrong with the video games? Is it wrong to have a video game? Is it wrong to play this game or that game or that game? And I say, there's nothing wrong with video games. I tell them just like that. I say, oh, thank you, Pastor. But I say, but let me tell you what's wrong with video games. I say, if you have video games, there's nothing wrong with that. But if the video games have you, then there is a problem with that. I tell these kids, many of you kids, you have no video games. I'll say, Pastor, I have video games. I have an Xbox. I have a PlayStation. I have a Wii. I have a, a Switch, whatever you call those things. I have that. I said, no, you don't. I said, that Xbox, that Xbox has you. That Super Nintendo, that Super has you. You don't have a Super Nintendo. That Nintendo has you. You don't have a cell phone. I tell these kids, that cell phone has you. Are we okay? It's like a lot of people, they don't have a TV. The TV has them. Same thing with money. Listen, listen, we're almost there. We're almost done. Same thing with money. A lot of people, they don't have any money. Money has them. Are we okay? A lot of people, they don't have money. Money has them. That money controls them. And I told these multi-millionaires, I said, um, teach me about money. And they said, and, and they all, most of them, they all said to me, hey, I used to see what, what, what could be done, but now I know what could be done. And so now, you know, these are men who have faith, and they write these big checks to the Lord's work. And, uh, you know, they have that faith. I, I said, Lord, help me someday that I can have that faith to just give without even worrying about, oh, is this, you know, should I write it or should I not write it? Are we okay? I've been there. I'm there many times. I have a hard time sometimes writing it down. But I want to be the kind of person, I want to be the kind of person that can, hey, can give, have the faith to give out of the very much that God has given us. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we love you. Thank you for being good to us. Father, increase our faith. Lord, help me work in my life. Lord, I pray that you would help me to have greater faith. Lord, I thank you so much for these great people in this great church. Such a great pastor. Lord, next week we'll be taking the uh, faith promise commitments. Lord, touch hearts. Help us all to increase our faith. Lord, may, may you increase our faith. May we have the faith to do more. Please. Heads bowed, eyes closed. No one's looking. It's just... Thank you for being sincere. Thank you for being so kind to me. Thank you. Thank you so much. How many of you can say as a testimony, as a testimony, can you say, Pastor Martinez, God has been good to me. God has been good to me. Can I see your hand way up high? Pastor, God has been good to me. Thank you so much. Thank you for being so sincere and so gracious. Thank you so much for that. Can, can we agree that what you give to missions is between you and God? Can we agree on that? Can we, how many of you can agree with me on that? Can we agree on that? Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. And it is. It's between you and God. 
What you give to missions is between you and God. But I want to I speak to you quickly, and, and, I'll, and I'll sit down. I want to encourage you, if you're here today and you're not giving to missions, I want to ask you, can you start somewhere? Just start somewhere, that's all. Just start somewhere. Start somewhere, whether it's $1, whether it's $1.50, whether it's $2. Whatever God puts in your heart, but I want to encourage you, start somewhere. Start somewhere. Maybe there are some of you, you're already giving to missions. Thank you for that. Thank you for giving to missions. Thank you. Thank you. Those of you that are already giving to missions, can you be sincere? How many of you can say, Pastor Martinez, I can do more. I believe I can do more. With God's help, I can do more. I can do more. Can I see your hand? I'm not asking you what to give or how much to give, but how many of you can say, Pastor Martinez, I can do more. I can give a little more. I can. I can. I can. God bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for being so kind and sincere. Why don't you talk to God about that? Just talk to God. And next week, you're going to pray this week. Talk to the Lord. If if you've never given to missions, talk to God and say, Lord, how much do you want me to give? But just start somewhere. That's all I want to encourage you. And preacher, I hope I didn't say nothing out of line uh, or something that you would not say. But I just want to encourage you to just start somewhere, please. Start somewhere. And if you're, you're blessed, which many of you are, maybe God has spoken to your heart. Maybe you can do a little bit more. You know, whatever God puts in your heart, please. How many of you can say with me, um, Pastor Martinez, um, I need God to increase my faith. I just need God to increase my faith. I need God to increase my faith. My hands are up. Could you pray for me, please? Uh, my hands are up. I want you to pray for Lu- Luis Martinez. I, I need God to increase my faith. Please pray for us. Who would join me? God bless you. Thank you so much. Many hands are up. Thank you so much.